we have to. Okay, we have that. Why don't you want to be called Dante? Do you know what it stands for? Um, yeah, like thought is like goddess, right? But it's an acronym. What's the acronym? What's the acronym? That hoe over there. Oh, we are not thoughts, but we have thoughts, which are true, honest opinions that stick. So let me ask y'all this, because me and my mama kind of got into it over this, but it was like some, like something that's like one of the new age problems that people didn't have this issue back in the day. But I don't know if y'all seen on court shows where somebody was engaged and um, they they ended up not going through with the marriage, and so the man wants the ring back. And a lot of like courts will award the ring back to the man because they say that that gift is a contingency, and since the wedding never happened, then the gift should go back to the giver. And I'm like, uh-uh, because I've seen plenty court shows where it would literally be the opposite if it was anything else except an engagement ring. But they say an engagement ring is a contingency for the promise of marriage. And if the marriage doesn't happen, then legally that's still that man's property. And I'm like, y'all got to be kidding me. So what do y'all think well, about that? How, how would you feel about that if it was a house? That's there. There is paperwork involved with buying a house, and like with a deed versus a versus a mortgage, it would if the owner is the person whose name is on the deed, not the mortgage. So, like I, I wouldn't like that part. It wouldn't operate the same because there's so much stuff you have to do to buy a house versus giving an engagement ring. But and if it's a really expensive engagement ring, there is actually paperwork. Well, I'm, yeah, if it's insured, my, I, I'm on the stance of a gift is a gift is a gift is a gift. Like, he gave it to you. Y'all didn't get married. Legally, he shouldn't be able to get that ring back. But they're saying because it's a, a promise and it's contingent upon another action happening, then if, if the wedding don't happen, no. Like, it's specific to rings or things given as a promise of marriage. And so to me, if it was a house, I would make sure my name was on that deed before anything was signed. If my name's not on the deed, then I wouldn't expect me to have it because legally I don't own it. I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Nicole? I kind of see how it makes sense. So, I, so this is how I see it. So... Most likely, if you didn't go through the engagement, you probably you knew you weren't going to marry that person. So why keep something? Like, knowing that your intention wasn't going... It's not like she was completely, you know, thrown off and she didn't know. Like, I feel like deep down a woman knows, like, dang, this marriage... Like, I shouldn't be marrying this person. I feel like you have some type of gut feeling. You're not being blindsided. So why would you want that attachment, like... She's just not being honest what with herself, if, and you don't want to get. I was gonna say, what if the um, like everything's going fine and good, and then the man cheats, or comes out oh, he got he's yeah, a child or something like that. No, I'm keeping the ring. I'm sorry. 
that that changes things a little bit. My intention, the the promise, I made the promise, and I accepted the promise. That makes it totally different. Now, if this is like, if it's not involving cheating or a baby, I think you should give it back. But any of that, no. I'm, I need to. I need. I need something for my losses. I'm. 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 I'm damaged right now. I thought you were the man of my dreams, and now you just killed that yeah, for like me because you had a baby. If, see, it, it, it's the situation too. Because if you had every intention to, I personally wouldn't want to mm-hmm. keep it. I would not want to keep it. But if maybe I would have kept it to pawn it. Because my intention was, yeah, my, I'm just be honest. Like, if my intention was, I'm gonna go with you, what you said, Nicole. And yeah, like this is for my my grief. I don't want the goddamn ring no more, right? But uh, I want um, I want something to be compensated from that, right? Right. So I could see. It, I guess it's situational because now, if it's the other way around, because there's some people who. Like I've seen online, I don't know how real it is, but I can see how it's possible where you could be like, all right, yeah, I want to deal with this person. And, I mean, I'm with this person, and this person asked me to marry them, and because I feel guilty, I just say yes for the moment, and you kind of don't know when to say no, Mm -hmm. and then you say no later. Now, I think that you should definitely not keep it because – you know, I think it's all about intentions, but I do understand why it's because the ring is specifically for um, the, you know, for the the wed. It's a it's it's a, it's symbolic of the union between those two people. So I kind of sort of get why it is the way why the court specifically will say I got to get his back. If your intention wasn't to be married, now if he out here slinging it, and you find out he's like gay, then yeah, I want to keep my shit. Okay, right. I'm gonna go and put this somewhere else. Or he's just not being honest, like about anything besides, like even if he was having a gay lifestyle, like right, like if it's something like really crazy, so why I would yeah. say I don't want to be with you no more. Yeah, let me keep that ring so I can go ahead and flip it to something. <laughs> you yeah, know, I'm not going to... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Um, I was, I was just saying, like... One step further. I was just going to take it one step further. What if you get all the way to the altar and then realize you don't want to marry the person? Then you got some... Searching, you need to talk to Jesus, the prophets, and everybody else because there is no way that you like. Do you know how much prep work it takes to get married? Do you know how much time, money, and planning is involved <laughs> in putting a wedding on? And you wait to tell me that yeah. you walk down the aisle. We went through rehearsal dinner and everything else, and we didn't walk down the aisle. And you wait until we get in front of the minister for the second time. And nine times out of ten. If you if you're smart and do it the right way, you're married before you walk down the aisle. Once you sign that marriage certificate and the eyes of the law, mm-hmm. you are married. Like you can sign the marriage certificate and then call the wedding off, but y'all will still have to go through the process of annulment or divorce because the certificate was signed and filed at the courthouse. All right. 
So don't, yeah, like, yeah, I know people get cold feet or some, but you're not going to sit and tell me that you done went through dress fitting, tuxedo rental, family meeting, rehearsal dinner, met with the pastor, put a deposit down. You done did all of that, and you still wasn't sure you're going to meet with somebody? You're going to marry them? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Soul search it out. Soul search it out. Now, I'm going to take this in a different direction because I think when I get married, I can do it by spending less than three to $4,000. I'm confident I, anybody could do it for that amount, honestly. But like, if anybody could definitely do it for you, but I just feel like the way the, wedding, the, the price on weddings now is just because people want it to be that high. Like, you have a, definitely a nice wedding for $5,000 or less. Yeah, like statistically in America, the average money that people spend on a wedding, I think, is forty-eight thousand. That's ridiculous. And, That's more than my student loans. And in Europe, I think it's twenty-four hundred or something. It's something significantly different. Don't quote me, whoever's listening, specifically to those. But it's it is a drastic difference. It could be five thousand, but I know it's more than a $40,000 difference on the average income spent, the average amount of money spent on a wedding in America uh, versus, I want to say Europe, and I might be wrong about the location too, but I'll, I'll get the statistics while somebody else talks. <laughs> ah! But did you see the post? There was a post online that went viral with this girl who spent $800 on her wedding. Yeah, I saw that. Like, it was like her dress was second hand and like they bought everything from um my family dollar and stuff and they got married outside so it wasn't no venue um they like the people who came like some people donated stuff like if somebody had a flower business they donated the flowers as part of her gift or something like that but it was like nice it was still like really really nice like all the pictures were nice like you couldn't you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between that wedding and a $10,000 wedding. Right. Wow. That's the part that was so amazing because she somehow was able to budget it in that in, in that small amount. I've been on Amazon before and Googled it, and you see many different examples, beautiful, beautiful gowns, and they don't be more than $200. Yeah, people just think that and the thing about it is people can't even see the price tag so they won't even know how much you spent on them unless you tell them right they won't know at all right then i had a friend who who um worked at a bridal shop and she was like send me pictures of the dresses that she would wear not wear but she would try on and every like 10k for the dress 5k for the dress Eighty five hundred for the dress, and I'm like, at the end of the day, you definitely gonna wear that one time. When you gonna wear it again? Yeah, some people get multiple dresses. Like they'll have a wedding dress and a reception dress. So it's like their price tag might be double just because for two dresses that they only gonna wear one time. And see, I would definitely spend that other money on my honeymoon. Now, why not invest in the the fun part, you know what I'm saying? Because that you can't, not to say that's a, that that's not like a memory and all of that. And and really, though, traditionally, when weddings, 
first came about, you were supposed to really benefit from the family. I know Italians, I know Nigerians do this a lot, but you put on this big event, Indians too. Indians' weddings are like, I think, eight or seven days long. And you put on this huge event, but your family is coming and they're bringing like thousands of dollars because they're investing into the future of the two people who are, you know, a union. So I can understand why you would spend that much, but, you know, I'm just learning that at 36. All the ways I've been to, I probably left, what, $100? <laughs> you know, that's about it. But, um, yeah, so it's really very, very interesting. Yeah. I already told myself I'm not spending more than $1,000 on my dress. If I'm spending, like, the most money I can see myself spending in my wedding is on the food and the venue. Like, I don't even want right. to spend that much on, um, like, the uh, flowers. Like, a lot of people spend money on flowers because they want them fresh and they want, like, 70 pounds of flowers. And to me, as long as I can get a nice centerpiece, like, if my bouquet can be fresh and everything else can be artificial as long as it looks good, like, I know I'm having a church wedding, so that I ain't got to pay for no venue. Um, definitely want to have my reception outside of the church so we can get down. So I have to hire a DJ. Uh, I do want it to be an open bar, so I, that, that would probably be an expensive. An open bar for 100 people is a lot of money. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I could, like I would spend more on the food and drink than I would on my own dress and decorations. Because I can see kind of like what Z was saying about it being for the family. It's like you do want to put on a wedding so people, like, can enjoy themselves. And, like, a lot of people do give good gifts, especially if the couple doesn't already have their own house or if they just bought a house, they'll give them stuff for the house. Um, some people will... All I know the parents or like an auntie or some got some money, they'll offer to pay for a dress or pay for the bar, and that'll be their gift. And so I do like the other cultures and how they do multiple days and things like that. And it, it to me, it has more of a deeper meaning because, yeah, there might be some religious context or there might be some cultural context, but it's also fun, and you have to think about how serious it is, too. I like the way the other cultures kind of focus on all the aspects of what joining two lives is instead of like the one. Right.